The following podcast contains information and real stories about sexual assault and or violence which may be triggering to survivors. In the morning newspapers, a third allegation of sexual assault by afternoon, a fourth. Another former staffer alleging the man had run his hand up her thigh in a After a rape allegation and a question time sex scandal. In 2016, the Australian Bureau of Statistics estimated that 1 in 6 women and 1 in 16 men have experienced some form of sexual crime since the age of 15. On top of that, most major studies indicate that 25% of young women between ages of 15 and 21 will experience some form of sexual crime within that 6 year time frame. This is far too high. In a time where the world is changing so fast, sexual crime seem to be regularly dominating the news. Which begs a question, why is this and how can we help prevent it? I'm your host, Byron Dempsey, a 22-year-old podcaster from Sydney, Australia. Join me as I interview Brent Sanders, one of Australia's most respected communicators in the field of sexual crime, criminal profiling and personal safety in secondary schools and universities. He may have been to your school. Having spoken to over 900,000 students on the subject, this podcast aims to educate young people around the reality of sexual crimes and the severity of these crimes. Together, we explore the legal definitions as well as the ethical and moral, wrapping these up in metaphors and stories in an easy-to-listen-to and easy-to-understand way. Welcome to this episode. Welcome back to the podcast. We're going to be talking about assumption versus confirmation. This is something you mentioned in our episode, and I think I'd love to expand further on because it's so, so important, and it's so simple as well. Mm. Very, very simple that we get you know, confirmation versus assumption, yeah. assumption versus confirmation. So did you want to explain what you mean by that? Yeah, look, th- thanks, Brian. Um, when I, when I um, get into a discussion around consent with you know, young people in my talks, we often, once we, once we nail down you know, the legalities and things such as that and we get questions on that, often a question that comes up is something along the lines of, um, what if I'm with somebody, we're having a bit of an intimate exchange and it could be, yeah, at a party down the back of it, whatever the case may be, and maybe yeah, having a bit of a kiss and a cuddle, um, and and we're both okay with it. What if what if I take that exchange to a higher level? Um, how do you know whether you've still got consent or not? So it's a really good question. I think it's a really valid question, and it's a question that comes forward from young men and also young women around this whole thing about consent. And what it what it does is for me. It adds a component which is not strictly legal to the discussion, but it's a very practical one. And the bottom line is, over the years, one thing I've really encouraged people to try and do, particularly young people who um, choose to engage in intimate exchanges, is try to avoid assumption and promote confirmation. Mm. And to get from assumption to confirmation, the best best way to get there is through communication. Okay, so so here's how it presents itself. Um, let's say, and it doesn't. I don't want to get bogged down in gender stuff, but it's often young guys will say, "What if I'm with somebody? We're having a you know, an inter exchange at this level, and I sort of take it to the next level, whatever that level is." And the question that I often get asked is, at that point, what if the other person doesn't say or do anything? How do you know whether they're consenting or not? Mm. And look, to perhaps some of the older folks or you know, those a bit more experienced socially listening into the talk, it may appear pretty obvious. But to younger people who may be you know, newly entering into intimacy and things such as mm. that, it can be a bit of an issue. It's a good point. 
because for me, it's like, how could you not know? Their body language, the way they're yeah. saying it. But if it's your first time or you've never done stuff like that before. Well, you know, there's a big difference between someone in their mid-20s being posed that question versus yeah. someone who's 15, mm. you know. And, and whenever that question's asked, almost without exception, it's asked from a really genuine place. It's like, how do you know? So here's how I answer it. I say, well, here's, here's my take. If ever you're asking yourself in an exchange, is this person consenting or aren't they? Well, you don't know. Mm. You don't know. And, and that's often coupled with taking a, an intimate exchange from a level to a higher level. A natural thing in your mind is, well, okay, I'm okay with this, but are they? Mm. And if you're asking yourself that or you're thinking, okay, are they cool with this or aren't they? Well, you don't know. Otherwise, you wouldn't be asking the question. So the, where I go with that, I would say to the person who asked that question, well, at that point, you've, you've chosen, let's say, to, to take the intimate exchange to a high level, and you're thinking, okay, they haven't said anything. Nothing's sort of changed too much, but are they consenting or aren't they? At that point, I see you've got two options. You can assume they might be consenting because they haven't told you to stop, and you're okay with what you're doing, so let's just keep going. That's one option. That's not a great option in mm. my humble view. The far better option is because I'm not sure, I better stop and just communicate. Just just say, hey, you cool with this? Are you okay with this? Just just ask. It's a simple thing to do. Now, so you're replacing assumption with confirmation. Exactly. Via simple. communication. Yeah. Yeah. So we can assume that I might be okay, so I'll just keep going forward. Or we stop and confirm that things are okay by communicating. And as you say, Byron, you're quite right. Some will be listening to this going, well, that's pretty obvious. Well, it's not obvious to the people who ask the question. Mm. And it's not obvious to those who may be younger and this is a new area for them. It may not be ob- It may be obvious for people who are in relationships who know each other well, but not so obvious for people that have just met half an hour, an hour, two hours ago at a party, three hours, or whatever the case may Even be. Even then, maybe you've been in a relationship up until you're 23 and now you're single and it's your first time actually yeah. going out and you're meeting yeah. people like that. Yeah. So, you know, we can talk about, to a to an audience with more experience, we can talk about reading body language and things. And yeah, course, that's, yeah, that's all cool. That's fine. But for mine, um, I would always err towards encouraging those listening to this if they're unsure to, to uh, rather than assuming... Um, confirm. How do you confirm? Through communication. And I actually had, uh, recently I was talking to some year 12 boys about this and that very question came up and I gave that same response. And at the end of it, I had a few guys come up, good young blokes, and they sort of almost asking permission to do that. They said to me, oh, so do you think it would be sort of cool if you're with a, another person having an intimate exchange yeah. and, and you sort of checked in and asked them? I said, mate, I, totally. Can I come on on this? Yeah. Because I think what's going on in their head is it's not... It's not like it's not sexy, I guess. You yeah. know, it's not like oh, I don't want it to ruin the heat of the moment. Yes, it's ruining the heat of the moment or anything. Yeah, I completely disagree. Yeah, I, it takes what three, four seconds. Oh, if that. Yeah. And th- what are they going to be offended? Yeah. No. What's the word? What's the word downside? Mm. There isn't really any downside to asking because either one they say no and therefore 100%. you just stopped yourself, from, yeah. or they say yes and you can keep going. Yeah. No, um, I I agree. I agree. So look, I I think, look, I can't speak for everybody. 
But I think that somebody who is having an intimate exchange with another person would think it's a pretty cool thing for that other person I to agree. check in with what they're doing is okay. I, I'm with you. I can't see a downside. But I can understand in the minds of some young people, particularly guys, could I say, or is that sort of cool? Or is that what should be done? Yeah. Now, now, this is a comment made respectfully by somebody who perhaps doesn't have a lot of experience in this and they don't want to do the wrong thing. Yeah. They don't want to be uncool and all those type of things. Um, I, I just cannot see a downside to replacing assumption with confirmation. Yeah. 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 Now, the other side of this uh, that comes up, uh, Byron, which is a similar question from the other side of the equation. Just before we switch to yeah. that, I did want to say, I think, so let's say there's in a moment and you ask someone, and even though they might be uncomfortable, you've just dropped that question on them. Mm. They just go, oh, yeah. Like, do you, I, I don't know if that would be a common thing. Do you think we need to, like, highlight that if you do get asked this question, now is your chance to say you're uncomfortable. Yeah, now's well, a great look, chance. that's a good point. And, and, you know, on the other side of this equation, I often have people saying to me, what, I'm, what if I'm with somebody having an intimate exchange and I start to feel uncomfortable yeah. with what they're doing? So this leads on to the point you make, which is a really valid point. Now, I'm not making my comments gender specific because mm. they're often not. Um, but it's, it's often, not always, but it can often be in the age group that we're talking to, the young guys that are initiating an intimate exchange. doesn't have to be. Mm. It could be the young woman initiating an intimate exchange. That, uh, that doesn't worry me. And no one should get offended. Because let no. me clarify, I am in that age group. Yeah. I'm in that age group of young men mm. committing highest chance of committing crimes, mm. right? Mm. So I'm not offended by it. Mm. So you shouldn't be offended. I think a lot of boys put their shields up and they go, oh, no, stop attacking me. We're not attacking you. No, not at all. It's, just, it's, it's, it's answering a question that I'm asked in probably... 80% of my seminars yeah. by young men and by young women. So you get the question, what if I'm initiating the exchange? How do I know whether there's consent or not? So we've dealt with that. Then you get the other side of that equation, which is as valid a question where, okay, what if I'm having an intimate exchange with somebody and I start to feel uncomfortable for whatever reason? I, I, I start to feel, oh, I'd like this to stop or I'm not, I was comfortable with what was happening before, now I'm uncomfortable. And that question often presents itself to me as, okay, what's the best thing to do in an intimate exchange when you start to feel uncomfortable? Well, my advice there is very similar to the question around how do you know whether someone's consenting or not? Articulate it, communicate mm. it. So when somebody says to me, what if I'm starting to feel uncomfortable? What's the best thing to do? If they ask me that, the best answer I could give them would be at that point to articulate how you're feeling, to communicate and say, hey, look, don't do this, don't do that, I'm comfortable with this, I'm not comfortable with that, whatever the case may be. Now, again, people might say, well, hang on. Surely it's up to the person who's initiating an intimate exchange to ensure that the other person's consenting. Yes, I agree with that. And, and, and the law, quite rightly, is more heavily weighted towards ensuring the person who initiates the yes, exchange. of course is sure that you know the other person is consenting however but, if we can prevent that yeah but what we're talking about here is is moving on from the law to some yeah. degree and saying what are some practical pieces of advice that i can give an answer to these questions so what i would say to a person is this if you're having an intimate exchange and you start to feel uncomfortable the best advice i could give you is to speak out to communicate that don't assume that the other person knows that you're uncomfortable the moment you start to feel it. Hmm. Equally for the other person, don't assume that when you're initiating the exchange because the other person's not saying anything that they must be okay with it. So here's, here's what I try to get to. If I can encourage young people listening to this podcast to um, err towards communication to confirm 
rather than an assumption based on sort of hope, yeah. <laughs> then I think, again, it's a step in the right direction. It's like I said earlier in an earlier chat that we were having, Byron, if people can walk out of my uh, seminars or away from these podcasts when they're thinking about consent and the word freely is the one that comes to mind rather yeah. than words like, oh, what if they say yes or they stop saying no, we've, we've taken a step in the right direction. It's the same principle here. So anybody listening and thinking, okay, how do you get around this sort of confusion, whether you have consent or whether you're giving it communication as I see it, there's no downside to it, Byron. Yeah. There's only an upside to it. Now, let's not get too bogged down in this aspect of our chat with all the legalities. We've, we've been down that road. Yeah. We've gone down that. We've had other chats around that. This is perhaps stepping away from the law and looking at some practical um, skills or communication skills that those that um, intimacy may be a fairly new thing, either for them per se or with a different person, as you as you point out, just some things that can uh, that can assist in getting clarity around this. Yeah, I also think when you, if you say as you as you mentioned, if you do replace it assumption with confirmation, and yeah. as if you're being initiated on, not sure what the word is for that. Yeah, yeah. Um, and you say you're uncomfortable. I think there's very few people who would then keep pushing. Like look, most people, I th- I like to think are no, good humans. Look, that's a really good point. Most people are decent. Yeah. Most people are good. Most people don't commit sexual crimes. Mm. Um, but I believe also there is a percentage of sexual offences which are committed that may not have been if we've encouraged communication. And and I stress that that encouragement needs to be directed at the person initiating the exchange, definitely. Mm. But also, when people say, well, okay, if I'm the person having the intimate exchange initiated against me and I start to feel uncomfortable, is it better to speak out or is it better to say nothing? It is better to speak out. Always. Mm. What if you're, you're both really drunk and you know, and you, and that blurs a line between that communication mm. even more? Yeah. Just have the communication. Just, yeah. just it, say it, something. Look, it does get awkward, but it, as, you, as you said before, Byron, um, if, if we're giving advice, which has no downside and only has an upside, it's advice that I'm comfortable to give. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. And I think if you say it with confidence, it won't be awkward. Mm. It won't be uncool. If you say it with confidence, in fact, I think if you say, as a young guy, if you say it with confidence, they would feel very special. They would probably feel very looked after. And I think it can only, it can only benefit you. Yeah, 100%. So, 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 you know, bottom line, if you've got the choice between assumption and confirmation, Go for confirmation. Easiest way to go for it is just a very quick verbal exchange. You're asking an open-ended question. Are you yeah. cool with this? Is this okay? Are you comfortable? Can I keep what, going? Whatever. Yeah. Whatever. Takes takes a heartbeat. Mm. Now, the flip side to that is, is, is not doing it, assuming you have consent, where in fact you don't, um, and we've got all sorts of dramas associated with that. Yep. Yeah, which we've already spoken about. Yeah. And yeah. we know the consequences can be very high. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. Well, okay. anything else around assumption I think, and confirmation? I think that's, um, I wanted to do a specific chat on that, mate, because it comes up so much at the end of my chat about consent. So it's a nice one, I think, just to have, because I think some of the um, folks listening to the podcast, when they've got through the other um, things that we've done around consent, one lingering question, I think, may have been this one. So let's hope that that's well, It's very practical, yeah. right? Yeah. We gave a lot yeah. of knowledge, but now here's like, all right, so how to use that knowledge. Yeah. Just communicate. Yeah. Very simple. Cool. Very, very simple. Five seconds, that question could be a massive game changer in your life. Yeah, definitely. Prevent stuff from happening. So thanks for saying that episode, and uh, we'll move on to the next one. Thank you. Thank you so much for making it all the way through this episode. 
After hearing the contents of this podcast, many may realize the sad reality of what has happened to them. If this is you and you seek help or guidance on what to do next, please click the link in the show notes. It'll redirect you to some resources as well as a helpline if you want to talk to someone anonymous. As you'll hear in other episodes, Brent and I do mention how important it is to start talking to someone, whether that's a family member, a friend, or it could be someone anonymous on a helpline. Um, They are trained professionals and we highly recommend you start this conversation As you'll hear as well, in no way do you have to report this crime. This is completely up to you, but know that there are resources and links provided in the show notes below should you seek guidance.